0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to part two of the Marcus Precise No Wings Without Scars album review over here Behind That Suit on the Classic Quest podcast. My name is Holden Stephen Roy.
1: I am your lady friend, Bonnie
0: and like i said it's the classic quest podcast where we break down the but hip-hop albums track by track albums like marcus precise is no wings without scars and give thoughts and opinions on every single song as this is part two we went through the whole first part where we discussed the first six tracks and, and i'll admit maybe i was a little intense in some of my feelings for uh, a couple of the tracks if so and you felt way, it's all right it's all right i like the rest of the album a lot more in my opinion it's just uphill from here on out and uh my favorite song on the project has yet to come so stay tuned to find out what that will Ooh. be I, I do you know you can take a guess in the in the comments below uh, which of these six tracks it'll be and then uh stay tuned to watch anyway uh i don't have a lot more to say here check out part one for all the good intro bit. basically yeah and uh the truth is after all this time it just feels like like we were made for this. That's right. Alright Bonnie, what do you think of this performance from Stroh?
1: Well, um I I first have to you know I have to say that I really like the beat. So uh, Marcus has a great job. I like the piano at the beginning and like how it kinda like gets kind of like mixed into like the sound of it and I'm I'm a sucker for some piano, so I like that. Um, and I, I haven't I have ever listened to Stro. I don't know who he is, um, but I definitely like his style. Um, and he's just basically saying he isn't saying anything that's like, you know, so specific that's standing out to me necessarily. But he's more just like, he's just so cool and that he's made for this. And he's born to be a rapper and, you know, and he's going to be so great because it's all he wants to do. It's, uh, you know, he's, he's fortunate in that sense that he's now... You know he's he's this is he wanted this so badly and he worked so hard and whatever else and here he is you know and so now people know his name so um, yeah I mean it, it's uh, pretty good I I like this guy I gave it a 4.4 out of five I don't have much else to say but I definitely like this one.
0: I appreciate this track too, and I realize that in a lot of ways what you described here is what the theme of everybody's version of this song is. And it's I'll like a in, lighter
1: kind of sound too.
0: And so I guess what's cool about this project is um, you get such a mixed bag of people's yeah. struggles and their relationships with both success and their career. Like everyone's track is kind of looking at... Success and relationships with people in some way or another, and these kind of things like put together and like the
1: struggle, because I mean it's like the album is called No Wings Without Scars, so it's like you know you had to do something that got you here, you know, like something that was worth something or something that hurt you or you know something. And
0: I like how um, the beats really like rich and full, and it and I really do appreciate how Marcus is. Kind of creates almost like this this big theatrical experience, almost in it. like not maybe theatrical, but like it's just full. Like it feels like you're yeah. going on a ride with the beat, and then stro comes with the driest fucking. Monotone. like flat. It. and I, that's why it's cool like it's not a bad thing it's it works. just the way uh marcus knew it's like i got to step up this beat cuz and make it this experience to match what and stro i've i've heard him before i didn't do the review but technically we have a review on a stro album from like mm. 20 fucking 17 or some shit um, so I've heard him before. I can't even tell you what he sounds like really. But I kind of was expecting that voice. Okay. And I like the vibe of how he flows. I like his rhythm. I like the way he hits mm-hmm. the beat. Um, it feels like I was made for this. Okay. i respect and empathize with that. I feel like it's a, a self-proclamation. Back in school, I should have got paid for this. And I'm like, should you have? I mean, I get it. It's fine. But that was my first thought. I'm like... It's a it's, a, it's a it's an interesting idea Right Like Right I was such a good rapper Back in school They should have been Paying me then And I was wondering I don't know I guess it was just One of those I thought about it lyrics And I was like Okay it's fine It's not It's not anything It's, it's just a fine lyric Right um, If I had to I'll uh, lay for this bitch i slay for this I got a habit Can't shake this shit I really like that one Cause um, I really do feel that Once you get into Creative uh, Habits uh in terms of how you live your life the constant grind of production when you when you have like it in a cyclical way it really feels like a drug addiction like when you don't produce something in the weekend or you miss it for a week you almost feel like you're jonesing for it the whole experience even if like you're exhausted and you don't want to do it right you crave it like you're a fucking drug addict (laughs) when it comes to it so i really love that idea to it so i thought that was cool repeats the chorus, it's got a bob to it and the way he, he like spits it is fine um, then I like how he goes into the verse Yo, I love the sport of it, some homies tried and got bored of it, and I thought that was a cool lyric, because it's something I can kind of relate to a little bit I mean, I am by no means a famous rapper with any success <laughs> for me it's all scars and there's still no wings um, but like, I have been at it since 2012 in my city, so it is at a point where I watched a lot of people um who tried it or dabbled in it and maybe they don't have the same level and willingness to like push it so when i hear him follow that up with but me i want to be a master hip-hop baby someone that grew faster i'm like yo i can relate to that shit. i put this thing like it's drugs like i've gotta understand it like that's half the reason this channel exists is just so i can rap better um and i really do pursue it and these days doors are unlocking in my local scene for me in ways that have never happened before because you know i never got bored with it i'm addicted to it i don't want to stop it ever but even if we look at the people who have done reviews with us on the channel how many a lot of people let's say four or five people have come through and are no longer a part of the channel because they got bored of it because it wasn't a passion to them there wasn't something that was interesting to them so i thought that was really like cool um just the way you presented that idea right. and i thought that it was just something you don't hear a lot of you hear it sometimes but not a lot of in my opinion um hip-hop babies on the uh, sorry raised in the streets by the streets true bastard i thought that was cool because you know You know, when you're raised by the streets, it's without your parents you are a bastard. I look at the game and study who lasted. And I'm like, that's smart. That's what we're doing. We're looking at the game and studying who lasted and who didn't. That's right. The truth is, is I don't even just do that in hip-hop. I do that in business. You can ask her. I watch all sorts Mm -hmm. of fucking videos. And I, I read a lot of stuff related to longevity. I'm really fascinated by longevity. Like it's it's super interesting it's not sorry it's not that interesting to me to see somebody go viral with like two or three songs like that's formulaic in theory with the right resources and the right strategy anybody can achieve a one hit wonder or a bit of virality right because it is you I, listen if i got all half naked covered myself in pain started shaking shit, <laughs> i promise you i get a viral hit would it be what i want out of it no could it be viral yeah what i want is to be involved in this industry when i'm in my 50s right. so how do i build that life you know so i like the fact it's more that like the
1: legacy of it too
0: so i like the fact that stro's like kind of interested in that like i want to stand the test of time rhyme now to the nickel and invest the dime funny The same reason i was stressed my mom's the same reason i'ma bless my mom's and it's just this whole like i'ma put in that effort i'ma grind it through i'ma build out my whole world i'm obsessed with the perfection of the craft etc and the rest of the verse is fine it kind of flows through with that he also you know has a certain disagree or whatever um he's gonna go fucking get the strength to take over the planet he's gonna win and i I feel like the strength coming from it and i really just appreciated the tone and the way he spit it over it Mm. Um, Then the second verse Yo it's chill It's built on the future I got a lot in store But fuck boosters Streams ain't enough for me I want an empire cream ain't enough for me and it just kind of flows on through uh, the same kind of attitude. I can't see any of the lyrics popping out at me like they're next level, except the Bigfoot line. I thought that was kind of funny at the end, you know, At Big, uh, I reflect rap in the flesh at Bigfoot, follow my steps. That was kind of funny because, yeah. you know, nice he's fight. like fucking whatever. Yeah. But otherwise, I love the attitude that he puts forth where he's stacking this capitalistic business shit. Where it's like, not only is he looking at the situation from the artistic craft that we're seeing in verse one, where the artist's life is reflected in his competitive nature to be the best, but then on the second half of it, we get the other side of that coin, the business empire that's required to sustain the dream. Right. So I thought this was just really, really felt well-grounded and it shows that he was made for it because he took that time to like turn himself into it and maybe he wasn't made for it because that's not what it feels like means. It feels like means it's not actually true. I did all these things to build it, and now it just feels like it. So right off the jump, there's humility in that that I really fucking love. That is humility. I know I criticized humility on the last part. That's what humility looks like. It's not saying the absolute. It's recognizing right. the accuracy of the language that you mm-hmm. use and to reflect truth within your bars. That's realistic truth. It might Because, like, yo, there's hyperbolic truth. And then there's realistic truth, nothing in this track to me feels hyperbolic, everything about it just fucking spits like lustful ambition. So that's respect on my end. Um, I give it a 4.35, as much as I love the composition of the beat. Some of these beats and stuff, I'm not really like gonna go listen to because yeah. it's a little bit out of my genre for interest me, like, and stuff.
1: Like it was like it's his a like slower. what he was saying was a little bit more of like why I didn't give it like the highest mm. grade.
0: So I like the bars and I like his rapping and the beat. It was like look, the composition and the package of the track is brilliant. This is like a taste and yeah. a subjectivity thing. Like objectively, it's very well made. i haven't I think Mark is precise. I don't think I give him enough credit for how brilliant I think he is as yeah. a, a comp. Like his like. Attention to detail is ridiculous. He has such a deep understanding of musicology is ridiculous. Like I wish I had better language to convey the specific nuances of the tricks he pulls through over here without being able to say he flips shit up a bit. But he has a level of going through it. And the second, it's like the second the rapper shuts the fuck up, he steps up and adds to the beat. And that's something not a lot of beat makers do. Usually when mm, the rapper shuts the fuck up, the beat just kind of lays or it'll like carry out a note. Nah, it's like he's just like, oh, you shut up for a second and like ups it to another level. So Marcus Precise is fucking brilliant on this. It's just unfortunately what he sampled or composed with here. I don't actually know. I don't think he said felt like instruments a lot on this project. Maybe it was sampling. Maybe he's just a genius. I don't know what to say. 4.35 on 5.
1: All right, well, it seems like we're going to have to make a few more decisions.
0: This is a song that the more I listen to it, the more I'm really impressed with Locksmith. Because, look, as a local rapper in my scene, you sometimes hear men say things on tracks, and then you know what they do for a living. And then you know who they are. And then you just, you hear them say things on tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like in a lot of ways, what Locksmith did was call bullshit on a lot of people, but in a really creative way, where he uses an empathetic tone to kind of explain why people effectively end up in situations where they are, they're basically drug dealers who, who fucking rap, you know, like, rather than being rappers and shit. Okay. I feel like the empathy play he made was powerful here. Like, this song is not about criticism or condemnation, it's about explaining the complicated nuances of situations that lead to certain decisions. But yo, he is low-key fucking dissing a lot of rappers up in this shit, mm. but the fact that like this is what i i feel like j cole's 1985 wanted to be except j cole was being preachy and locksmith like the first few times i heard it i didn't think it was so remarkable but every time i listened to it after i thought more and more about what locksmith was saying in relation to just the life i've seen and the people i know right like there are people I you know who just got into promethazine for the sake of like the musics and shit, and like and it's just these things start happening a little bit more. I know the SoundCloud rappers who are putting out all of this shit. Um, whatever. I I know some of these people, like not maybe on a close level, but I can put some faces on that shit listening to this track, and I'm like, oof, that's interesting. All right. But what'd you uh, think about it?
1: Um, well, I mean, we've got, you know, our boy Locksmith on this one. So, I mean, that's exciting. Um, and, uh, I definitely like the beat and I like the mixing on this one. It's cool. Um, and it's, uh, talking about, um, you know, like this kid. And I'm like, I don't know if I was supposed to, like, assume it was him or not. Or just, like, he's telling someone's story. Um, he's just talking about this, you know, person who... Um, At 10 years old, you know, he started smoking and, you know, and and drinking at 13 because he was in pain and um, you know, and then like later on like he's um, You know, he starts drinking lean and selling pills and then, you know, has a kid and like, you know Has to make the decision is like is is this the path that he's going to? continue on is he going to support his kid like you know all of that um and like just sort of like how things can just kind of happen or like escalate and kind of get out of control and um that if something changes in our lives we have to make a decision um you know and many decisions very quickly we don't even realize we're making those decisions um as to how we're going to handle a certain situation um are we going to you know how we're going to move forward from a certain situation when that's going to happen how quickly you know you're going to get over things or you know are you going to hold on to this are you going to hold grudges it's you know like you never know like how a person's going to take things and so um you know it's just kind of like we have to make a decision as to how you know you're going to like move forward and you know depending on uh you know desperation I guess um, the decisions become more dangerous and necessary unfortunately um, and you know they you know all these things lead to you know c- or can lead to like making you know just the the very last decision that you're going to make um, or one where you end up in jail or something like that so um, I don't know I thought it was really cool I liked um, you know like he's you know he's very He's talking, like, very directly about, like, what's going on. And, you know, he's just saying, like, um, the the content, drug, money, and bitches. The flow never switches. The beat never falters. He's got a passion like the preacher at the altar stealing from his mother. She barely pays the rent. And the church want to take, take 10%. So um, it's just, like, that kind of thing. It's, like, you know, if you're being taken, taken advantage of by the church and, you know, do you continue, you know, Supporting the church if even though they're taking advantage of you and like, you know The fact that he's taking advantage of his mother or you know, it's just like this, you know, crazy thing where everybody's just trying to get something for Themselves and like I guess that's it. So, um, I don't know I like I may be biased, but I like this one and you know talking about um, real truths and choices that um, You know people make every day um and so I give it a four point five on five. I thought it was cool. And I definitely I think the more that I listen to it, the more that I like it too.
0: Um, it definitely has a bit of an old school feel to the beat, which I think it again just shows Mr. Precise's versatility because mm-hmm. he's, he's very able precise. to like he's able to go from what I'm calling pop songs two tracks ago to like some underground hip hop sounding boom bap-y shit right over here. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was real cool even with uh, the, the way the intro's done with the scratching and the Locksmith in the building I told y'all yeah. and then I'm like he's fucking tall Like he's just such a fucking tall and skinny he is the definition of tall skinny and lanky like when you read that in a book it's
1: like I don't think he's lanky his arms are like definitely fucking hugely long,
0: long. <laughs> and I think that's what lanky is like when they're super fucking long and shit isn't that lanky
1: but I when I think of lanky I think of like someone that's like scrawny Nah, no, he's definitely like, got he's muscle not, mass he, you he know, just he has works a bit out. of
0: length in his length like it's just he's he's, he's a very long and skinny he's guy. he's very long yes i'm not anyway look i'm <laughs> five seven it was like i had to look up at dude because we went and saw him at a concert and shit mm-hmm. anyway his verse has flow in the kind of way that i was hoping the talib Kweli verse would have flow and there's some very impressive rhymes am um, the first one is okay young fella umbrella I'm like, okay, locksmith. Locked in his closet, so the rain comes, hella. I'm like, alright, you redeemed yourself. Made it work. Still, buddy. Anyway, that's fine. I'm just being a negative nilly here. Uh harsher than expected, neglected, he's got a chip shoulder, but his big brother is locked up and he's not sober. And I'm like, okay so basically in this we get a little kid guy young dude who's basically unprepared for the harshness of life and using the red for the umbrella and the rain to kind of reflect the hardship such as a brother who's locked up to the point where he's not sober smoking at age 10 and then yo the way that last does this it is one of the best like making shit rhyme that should have rhyme shit that i heard in a minute sipping at 13 it's hard to admit but he's a hurt teen he's hurting teen yep. and he buries it and i'm just like ooh. that was nice the way because it's like 13 hurt teen hurting teen, i'm like oof. last minute i don't think i can do it as good i think i can do it okay but i don't think i can do it last minute good fair enough But he buries it in aggression. He started rapping. That's natural progression. It's more about the melodies. It's less about the lyrics. And I like the fact that he's kind of almost showing how a lot of these people end up in these situations where people are in these emotional wrecks. They're consuming drugs to cope with the fact that as adolescents, they lack support systems and structural things. Because unfortunately, the more you learn about, let's say, the hood, for lack of a better term, and the actual environments that exist and not the 80s yeah. the 90s in the 2020s Today. which are just built on the systems of the olden days uh you're like damn man and this is some shit that's super hard to relate to up in montreal where like it doesn't exist i'm sorry it doesn't we have good social services up here by comparison it doesn't exist like that yeah, shit. but
1: there is a housing crisis and there are more homeless people yes and, you there know, are it's problems
0: to... and we could end up there
1: but, i think in certain places Okay, and environments be to, uh,
0: to be fair i it, think on
1: like certain uh, reserves like i'll be like- i'll
0: be honest i say that now talking about today's reality in the 90s montreal had some problems that were comparable to other places so a bunch of people my age and a little bit older did in fact grow up in some really harsh environments that due to my city's way of dealing with it don't really exist to the same extent that they ever did in the past so i know i've hated on montreal's harshness in the past but it's not a 2020 thing it's more like a 93 thing like when i was a kid you couldn't go to where I am. Where we live right now is a place where when I was a kid, you could not go due to safety concerns. It was right on the border of an actual hood, the Jamaican part of town.
1: Hmm.
0: Now, college kids are there in the middle of the night. I saw a guy in a dress walking up the street the other day.
1: Oh, I've seen him.
0: All I'm saying is there's no (laughs) way that in the 90s, a guy in a dress would have survived walking up the street. So yeah, once upon a time, it was hard. Uh, And I think now it's kind of hard to like relate to that because it's not that when we look around our city here today in 2020 with all the great things that have been built on and come. So then you think about the fact that maybe what in new jersey or new york or these places that are what so close to us over here actually might have situations that lead to this well, I think kid I think, I
1: think i'm like i'm not certain i don't know where uh, marcus precise like hangs out on the All regular right, so i think he's
0: on la but
1: yeah i think that this is like definitely a,
0: Especially a, a majority la type
1: uh yeah. west coast vibe that you're gonna get on this album
0: um but uh, I just, either way, which we which when I found out that LA is like, like the part of LA that you see on TV is like a minority percentage but the actual demographics and geography. Like most of the city is apparently just sprawling hood, you know, like it's yeah. not.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I went there uh, once, I mean, you know, like 10 years ago or whatever. And like outside of our, like everything was like locked down, like after like 11, um, like you couldn't get in, like, like it was closed, like you couldn't go, go back to your like hotel after 11 um and like one night when we were like we were like chilling in like the lounge area and and there was like uh i think a stabbing like right outside and it was just like like this seemed to to be like another normal day in la and like it's Mm -hmm. wild it's wild over there yeah and
0: then um he just kind of flows in so he's contextualized how this kid ends up at this place where he's leaned out at fifty making soundcloud rap but by the time he gets there you're feeling bad for him you know he's coming from a harsh life But then, end of the day, the part where, you know, the the flow never switches, the beat never falters. He's got a passion like a preacher at the altar. And I love that line because, you know, the church is mad corrupt and uh, there's no real passion. There's no lust for it. It's really a capitalistic gain. And so he's stealing from his mother the way the preacher steals from his mother. Hmm. And I think he's questioning, should we be paying tithe, which is you're supposed to pay 10% of your income to the church. Which is fucked I never do that shit To be fair That same fucking well, chapter of the bible The same chapter I
1: don't think if, you, if you're if you not going to church Has a whole a thing about
0: a lady Who doesn't like or Anyway in the book of Acts There's a whole fucking story that never gets told Where somebody doesn't want to pay And they lie and they die And then they're just like Listen you don't want to pay don't pay It's not like a mandatory thing It's it's, That's actually in the book of Acts. You can go read that shit. I don't know where it is. Go figure it out. But it's the story where the fucking people bury money and hide it and pretend they don't have it and motherfuckers are dying until whatever. But then at the end of it, it's kind of like God is like... It's not like a fucking hard rule if it's not in your heart to be... A lot of the charity stuff is like, this is how you should live in an ideal circumstance. Not gun to your fucking head. Do it. If you don't have
1: the means to do it...
0: The church... Will fucking straight up lie to your face because they know you're not gonna read that shit. They know you're not gonna think about the words for yourself, because when you do, you don't go to church anymore. You might love God, you might feel away, you might even love the Bible. Mm. But it's so fucking hard to go to church when you know that so much of the church is politicized. So and I, I don't heard, read that part. But it's just they they won't. They'll just pay your ten percent and then they'll shame you. Like for real. Like, yo, even in Canada, this part is actually like when you, like I I don't want to like, like say anything's bad. like every year at tax time, but, like, you you see, have like these, the signs
1: go up for like the, all the Catholic churches. No,
0: but even if you go to the Protestant side, if you're the minister mm-hmm. of like a church or the reverend or whatever the official the head of a fucking regular ass non-Catholic church, first minister. of all you get a salary that's paid out by the donations of the church. So all those tithes mm-hmm. turn into a salary plus a car, yeah, plus a sense. house, plus a gas allowance. I
1: mean that Who the sense. fuck gets
0: all this shit? just yeah, but go- he,
1: they give up everything else all Whatever. of their worldly but belongings do they?
0: the guy I, th- I don't know if that's, that's true that's not like really that's they're like not the people- catholics they're not they're allowed to get married and have wives and children and stuff so really he's meant to be a spiritual leader so yeah theoretically he's, yeah, an but he's on-call gonna stay there for therapist. the community you're right but end of the day when you run those numbers you have poor people who go to the church to finance this guy who has a much better and possibly even a job on top of all that, maybe not all of them, but for all you know, or, or investments, and so it ends up, and then you have mega churches down in the states where yeah. it's just fucking corrupt. It's just dark. I, th- I think it's, it's like evil.
1: I think it's crazy, like that they like pass around like a a debit credit machine now, like beep beep beep, and they collect nice. money that
0: way. <laughs> then, I mean, it anyway. makes sense,
1: but it's just funny to think about.
0: But then he uh, ends the verse with community division, and now he's faced with decisions, and it just kind of rolls into the chorus, and it's it's cool because he's both contributing to the division, but a victim of the division, and he has decisions to make. Like, what are you going to do next, you know? Yeah. And then from the wound to the tomb, cradle to the grave, we sing along and pray from the street to the pavement, block to the burrow, nothing is that thorough. I like the chorus because of the bop and the vibe to it. Lyrically, it's okay. But the bop and the vibe of it felt real nice to me uh and the second verse is cool like he's running the streets he's doing his thing he's moving his shit the rhyming's all a lot better than that but he steady dropping songs hoping one can stick hoping one's a hit so he's flooding his SoundCloud. purple drank and dank sprinkles the sound now straight from the medicine bottle because he's living with his girls so they constantly squabble and that part really just resonated yo because i see these motherfuckers there's one dude who's in 2020 up on the stories, posting bottles of promethazine, and I'm like, "Is this still cool? It can't be cool. You're too old. You have a kid. You're in your late 20s now.
1: Promethazine?
0: Okay, that's that's lean. Oh,
1: okay. it's
0: the the cough syrup drug. Oh,
1: can't you just buy like cough
0: syrup? Yeah, but at a <clears throat> like a chemical level, like you know how there's oh, Advil in, in bulk
1: or something. Or no,
0: but like Nyquil is the name brand but then there's the actual drug that Mm. is cough syrup and that's what they're getting Uh, the actual like
1: the direct hit
0: Well, just maybe you're not buying NyQuil and you're buying the extra strength codeine lace fucking generic brand one. I don't fucking know. I've never bought lean. Um, So one podcast, you can dig for it. It's in the first 10 episodes. Uh, I was accidentally high on lean because I legitimately, (laughs) do you remember this? Yeah. I legitimately had a sore throat um, and we had cough syrup with codeine and I misread the bottle and it said teaspoons and I used tablespoons. And I'm not I've, I never take painkillers. And oh boy, oh boy, did i did I get a little high? was a little <laughs> wavy? I never touched that shit again in my life cause I'm not into that shit,
1: and I bought that completely just being like, I need some um, yep. cough syrup, and probably it was on sale, and that's why I bought it. So. I,
0: I don't know if the one with Codeine was ever on sale. <laughs> anyway. It
1: must have been, because you know I only buy stuff that's on sale.
0: But uh, <laughs> it is still up on YouTube. I don't remember which is in. It. It's before we were on camera, so first 10 episodes. Anyway, I like how he kind of boils back in now. He's got the girlfriend, and he's basically going between selling drugs and going to music, and then he's back to the trap, and he's hustling, but he tells everybody he raps, and I'm like... <sighs> motherfucker, how many guys do I know who act like all their rap act, like there's motherfuckers who have some nicely produced videos and all this shit going on in the city. They just do it because they sell drugs, okay? I don't, I'm don't. i not saying names. Some of these motherfuckers perform and they got real fucking money situations. and yep. they, Some of these motherfuckers sell drugs. I can't say the names because I'm not a snitch, but holy fuck. What happened to your voice there? It's the exasperation. <laughs> I was like, let me saying it he said it he just said it he sells drugs but tells people he raps i know people who are like that you hear them go on and go on and you're like wait a second you move, you move ounces of weed no wonder you can put two grand up on your music oh if only i didn't if i if i, if I went and hustled like that yep. maybe i could have higher production value too anyway so then what happens when you don't sell drugs you still able to produce like that Okay, anyway, I think I'm going off on a tangent But kind of not really He's pointing out some shit that is just everywhere I think everybody in the yeah. game knows that person And that's why it really, really resonated with me Anyway, so he sells pills And then he can't afford to also fucking go to the studio and pay diapers So he's literally facing the choice Myself or my kid and family I, I like, hope
1: he chose the diapers
0: I don't think they do I think some of them choose the fuck. A lot of them choose the fucking studio Some of them might choose the diapers, but if you think three or four more singles is going to be all it takes to pop, look at Eminem. He was at rock bottom, and then they don't do it. I'm not saying everyone. I'm saying I guarantee you some of these motherfuckers. Yeah. Anyway, I hope I hope they make the right decisions. But it's funny how you were left with that optimism. And my first thought is a SoundCloud lean saving rapper is gonna make the right fucking choice. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're fucking great family men.
1: You know, you can you can be like a wild child and still. You're
0: right. I shouldn't I shouldn't say know
1: that. that you have responsibilities.
0: Still, I'm really impressed with this locksmith song uh, or Marcus Precise and locksmith collaboration. Uh, I give it a four point five. Uh, I think he says a lot of truth in it. I think it's a really powerful song, but mostly the way he hits it from this point of he is empathetically slapping some motherfuckers. Okay, I've never seen it done so well where he is hand to fucking face, ring exposed, smacking a person in the fucking face, but simultaneously loving them. And I like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's talk about Rejoice. Let's do it i love what Mers does with this track i don't love the beat as much as i love what merz does with the track and again it's no shots to marcus or his talent it's just the style of it it was like it felt a little bit of a sleeper in terms of the style but when i listen to it and i get past my prejudices it's really well made I mean, but I feel like then in the course, to the depths I've been to the depths, from my last breath to the last check. I don't know. Everything about it feels right, except that it's not energizing me in any way. It's just kind of hidden.
1: It's just rejoicing. He's not trying to like energize you. He's just being like thankful and like, oh, thanks. You know? I
0: know. I don't know. I can't figure it out. I, lo- I like what Merz does. I just, about it's a little bit weird in terms of hitting me. Maybe it's all the positivity. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, I like that I do it for the cause, never the effect. That is one of the best bars. Just I know what I just said about Versus delivery, but go. that is one of the best bars on the project. Because um, recently we were just, we had a little Facebook discussion amongst the peers of the hip hop community of Montreal about what a legend was, and it's those people that do it for the cause and never the effect, meaning you're gonna take the losses and still make the music and build on the culture and do what you got to do because effectively that's what it's about you're doing it for the cause plus yeah. it's the cause effect pun hey mers is look mers is very talented i enjoy the man Um uh, i missed the i liked it when he wasn't rapping for a minute and he was doing the videos on hip-hop dx i know i know perhaps everybody else likes him better out oh, as an active mc touring and shit I kind of miss the hip hop DX videos. That's all <laughs> I'm trying to say. Um,. I don't know. The verses is i been a boss since I've been a boss. Pay dues, dues, pay pro at any cost. And that's facts, man. You look at the guy's history. He has one of the bigger hip hop festivals. I can't remember which one it was, but it's one of those names where you're like, no shit. Mars did that. Anyway, and he ran it for a long time. That's literally being a boss. He's a huge part of the culture. He's done so many things to put people on. He's put in so much fucking work. Tossing in the towel, never thought of that. That's fair. He's still at it. He dropped a project this year or last year i think um i don't i think chris did the last paid one dues
1: is the name of the hip-hop festival
0: maybe i don't know is That's that what it? it was called there you go uh
1: paid dues festival
0: is that it that's what, Is it's that called. Festival?
1: that's what it's called
0: fair enough in this moment I, whatever it's uh, in la That that's it then that okay. makes that bar fucking even better doesn't it i think it does because it's the name of his festival simultaneously <laughs> whatever uh anyway had to watch all my dreams die that i brought him back and he did have some problems at some point in his career and he resurrected that shit he did do that too connected to be disrespected and that's true who the fuck this is Murs, he's just one of those guys everybody says good things about my enemies so insecure that they're ineffective collecting checks after the show's done never flashing pistols. So still consider me a SHOWGUN woof bars that's so good that's so fun cause he's like an anti-gangster and shit but he's still the boss man and he's fucking never flashing pistols but the show's done show you're like i get it yeah. and that's fine that part <laughs> is fucking amazing i loved it anyway i really enjoyed the rest of the verse it flows in proper. does the chorus the second verse is cool too you got to get down for you to get up that's interesting i personally had to take many an l to get some w's up in my life eyes on the prize and keep your chin up respect You should keep your chin up. I find there's a literal correlation between keeping your chin up when you walk down the street and girls looking at you. Uh, It's called
1: confidence.
0: I'm just saying. You keep your chin up. You walk with a little bit of a strut and girls look at you. You go like this. They don't look at you. This is what it is. I'm talking about the same body figure relative A-B testing shit. Uh, (laughs) Look at how the hot boys split up. The ones we start with don't always finish with us. That's another interesting line that kind of plays into wow maybe not everybody's still around that's going to be part of the squad um and i thought that was pretty interesting i'm pretty sure hot boys was Lil wayne's crew uh it's every man for himself but i wouldn't be shit if the fans didn't help (sighs) humility right there again another perfect example of humility like the idea that anybody does this alone is stupid the second I hear a rapper say that, I'm like, you're a fucking moron. That's a lie. You're lying in my face. Cause nobody does it alone.
1: I don't know if I've ever heard rappers say, "Oh, I did this like all by myself." Like, I feel it. like like I've they often it. say like, mm. no.
0: Many a time have mm. I heard it to the point where it's like, think. like we'll find it at some point. But we tend to not do bad rappers. <laughs> but a lot of people have this mentality. Here's a good example, Russ. Because basically, what happens is, is they mix and they master and they beat make and they do the videos and, they, and it's fine but the second you throw an extra in your video you didn't do it by yourself the second you had okay. to work with a person in your life the second your fans put money into your account you didn't do it alone you had a community it's just anyways it's a village but i love the fact that mers gives that another one i really liked humble level-headed and i'm down to earth Fair enough. I watched him on YouTube for a minute. He felt that way. Never dealing with devils. I'm like, good double entendre. That's going to be the honkies. And it's going to be the people trying to bring you down with the sinfulnesses, whatnot. whatnot. Yeah. But not doing business with white people because he knows what he's worth. And I'm like, ah, fire bars. I get what you say in there. <laughs> Ashes to ashes and dirt to dirt because of the religious connotation, making it proper down to dot for the crap. Cause I put in this work. I don't know. It goes on from there. It's pretty proper. I really enjoyed all of the vibe of what Murs David with this. I I think he's a great MC. I think he really, really is. I just had a lot of trouble getting into the track. So four point two five.
1: Hmm. All right well um i mean i thought it was nice um you know he's basically just saying that you know he's never going to stop and even if he has no money it's really just like his voice that matters and just doing it is what's most important to him um and he mentions people who are in jail um and you know he's sort of you know saying like if it wasn't for all the people that came before him he wouldn't be where he is today um which is you know a nice message like you were saying um and he has had help in that sense from like his fans like they've helped you know build him up and you know gave him the money to maybe do his next thing and, you know, his next project or whatever. And he works really hard because it's a give and take and, you know, like essentially like his fans are his boss are the people that he's, you know, catering to. And, you know, he's making their music for because you know, in the end, they're the ones that, that pay him. So he, you know, he's there to make this, but at the same time he's making what, he feels in his, like, heart and what he wants to make. Um, And, uh, you know, he's writing albums and he's, you know, has changed his life. You know, everyone has been something new and exciting and a new experience and has led him to, like, you know, the next chapter of what he's doing. And um, so he he is saying that he um, he wants the respect that he has earned because he has definitely put in his time and um, I don't know I think it's really cool I think I I just honestly I really like this one Um, you know respect is just kind of more important than money Mm. is what he's saying and that's what he really wants and you know as much as nice as it is to have that money and that support he would rather be poor and respected um than you know rich and not respected um so it's pretty good and i really liked it uh, i found it was smooth i liked uh his style and you know what he's saying and i gave it a 4.5 on five
0: fair enough i guess you could say it gives us all some hope, hope. I really like this song. I've like never heard of John Keith before, so this was like my first exposure to him. But I felt he like brought it. He brought his A game in my opinion. And it sounded real good. Yeah. But what did you think of this track?
1: Um, I found like right away, like it has like a bit more of like a modern younger vibe to it um it right away like I was like this is a younger rapper and I looked him up and he's 21 um so I was like all right, he's a young fellow and um you know he definitely gives off that like right away and I think that that's kind of cool that like the beat kind of matched like his vibe and like what he does it's a little bit like a little bit trappy um but at the same time like it has like that kind of like still like great flow and everything else um and basically he's just saying that he doesn't focus on the negativity but instead trusts in god and puts his hope uh, and faith in him uh capital h and um while you know like uh, some of the verses that i or lyrics that i liked were um while she entertaining second thoughts and her doubts yeah and hundred dollar verses never cover my bills and four minute songs can't contain my skills and an Instagram post won't display what's real. You got to spend time with me just to know what's the deal. Yeah. So I think that he is kind of like, you know, he thinks he's great. He's, you know, he's a young guy. He's a little cocky. He's a little bit showboaty. Um, and he's kind of saying, you know, like this song is not going to like, you know contain my like, skills even and in do that, all
0: that just like think about how anti cocky and showboaty that is right but at
1: the same time it works because this song you know hopefully because it's a sample basically not a sample but it's like a sample of his flavor of what he does and you know if you like that he's going to allure you in and then you're going to become his fan and i think that that's kind of like what they're all you know not that's what their focus is like they're not all trying to like you know be like i'm the best look at me look at me look at me on like this album um but i think that he's also seeing this as a great opportunity he's 21 he's a rapper he's you know got his foot in the door for sure but i
0: also think it's kind of again a bigger criticism on how fake all of this shit really looks so it isn't it's
1: limited to what you know like it's not really showing the whole picture
0: but it's like as much as you can do whatever on a track at the end of the day you only make this much money on it and these songs are snapshots of moments of a life right yeah and
1: exactly like what he's saying like an instagram post uh, yeah. like it's going to kind of show like kind of like a, a posed, fake moment of your life and so in some senses that's kind of what like the music
0: can by be by him acknowledging this the way he does it's kind of like pointing out like all poking holes in the veneer Of what everyone else is doing Like people try to present themselves Like you're going to listen to this track And you know that's their life or whatever In a lot of ways yeah. And I think he's going that's bullshit With these bars you know he's going nah The truth is we are all complex creatures And if you really want to understand it You know you're going to have to go deeper Than just this moment And I thought yeah. that was real sweet Especially because it kind of starts off With a co- the, the idea of a girl and people taking interest in him right before it yeah so it's got the bigger picture of the calling card for like his music but in the micro moment pointing out to these ladies who may be interested in him because he's a rapper and because of what he puts out in his tracks like nah listen before you go decide you're going like, to be having my babies know the man. and i thought it's brilliant it's really like
1: yeah
0: it's really mature yeah
1: yeah i think it's really cool um you know and you know, he's, you know, he can show himself being one way and then, you know, act completely different in another way. And, you know, go to church and pray and all that, but like still look like, you know, flossy or whatever on Instagram. Like, I don't know what he's doing on Instagram. I didn't look him up, but, um, you know, it's just kind of like that feeling. And, um, you know, he's also saying like, they can't be uh, lost or like feel helpless because, um, you know, like they or him, um, uh, have, uh, hope that God will bless them and will lead them to a better place and down a better path and to success and, you know, it just kind of having that faith. And this is like sort of like that perfect sort of um, like religious song uh, for this album Like especially Like kind of like As we're like Getting closer to Like the end Like it kind of Makes sense Like in terms of Like the overarching Like story and theme That we're kind of Getting and kind of Like what we've gone Through and like Where we're at now On the album So um it's good And I found it Really just You know like I was Saying totally works On this album So I gave it a 4.5 on 5
0: Fair enough Um I like I like the way He flows it I like in the chorus um How he brings up That he might take Losses in this shit and how, like, you know, he's going to build out his futures bright. But Mm -hmm. regardless of what's going to happen, he's going to make it through it is the kind of point he's putting out. Because his soul's not hollow, because he's got substance and shit going on in his life. And I, I really appreciate that, like, differentiation against, I guess, a lot of the vapid, hollow reasonings that other people might put and attribute towards what success is. To me, this feels like a grounded individual who understands the real constructs of success uh, and how to achieve it. Anyway, 2.40 a.m., can't blame him, never sleep, I grind until the p.m., and I like the way he rhymes that, uh, blame him, p.m., and then, uh, they're thinking I'm playing out, but I got goals that I gotta meet, heights that I gotta reach, lessons I gotta teach, and the way he does that, I fucking like the way he just flows, and he just kinda keeps doing these little flip-ups to keep mm-hmm. it kinda interesting as he rolls through it, everybody sleeps, so... I'm just gonna point it out. You literally die if you don't sleep. So yep. uh, I'm just throwing it out there. Yes, there's that one dude I saw on Ripley's believe it or not, who didn't actually sleep, but they took these weird nap shits, fine. But these rappers sleep, just throwing it out there. They do. Yeah. Um, But it's the idea of no sleep. Go hit your goals, grind, blah, blah, blah. Listen to Gary Vaynerchuk and them and, you know, get your inner salesman on. Um, But what I really love is when he goes, I got a lady now. Yeah, I love that. But then it's more pressure. I got enough of that. (laughs) I'm like, respect. That's a guy who's actually got a lady. Um, He's found himself a woman and he's happy with the strength that comes with. And then you find out all the strings that are attached to that. And then there's pressure and it's not a lot of pressure. Sometimes it's it's a wonderful pressure and you like it and she's so great and like you're totally not complaining about her because uh-huh, she is uh-huh, perfect. Uh-huh. Yep. I've had other ones that were a lot of pressure. Like she doesn't know that. She doesn't know that she's not she's really nice. She's great. There it's have been true. pressure in my life. Uh so I kind of especially when you're young and you can't screen him to find the great ones <laughs> like this one. She, she's fine. She brought cats though, and those cats puke everywhere. They just puke Aww, all the they're time. just so cute. Uh, I never thought I'd clean up as much cat puke as I do. In you my life do now. not. I still do some. Um, anyway and then i like how he kind of moves through the rest of the verse you know so he's got to put faith in god it's hard it's like you know enemy moving sleazy i need to manage a genie might disappear houdini now i'm toe up might just need to grow up if eight, we need to, to go up my father always show up and i like the fact that he's like putting faith in god to get him through these situations where he feels like he wants to bail out and he just kind of puts his weakness out like that and that's super cool to have that like focus then you get that chorus coming in the way he sings it is nice it's not my favorite it's nice it fits this track really well um the second verse is cool too he picked his hand and played his favourite card, it's only right when I spit, I'm bleeding straight from the art, I never sacrificed the truth, all for the sake of the art, you'd be getting stone cold facts every time you jump in your card. And I like that because I get the sense this guy is particular with his language again and he's not relying on hyperbole, he's going through and he's like, given what we discussed before about what we get in the snapshot of this picture, this is a guy who's very self aware and I can feel that through his lyricism and the way he puts his shit together. So I really liked it, I really liked this track a lot. I thought it was it was a really cool build on this album and i gave it a 4.515 a real solid jam as i as they say anyway still two more to get through why don't we go on to the next one we shall this is the best song on the album this song's fucking fire um not beat is ridiculous keep in mind like as much as I love hip-hop I love punk music I like good rock music I like shit that has drum patterns like that that fucking upbeat kind of like you just want to like almost hop around a room and like dance to it it's very it's not this didn't tap into my like hip-hop song the way it tapped into that fusion he shot at me I fucking loved this track like this is <laughs> this is on my playlist and if nothing else, this track, I'm gonna, it, it's gonna get played the rest of the year. And if nothing else, that made this track, this whole album worth listening to for how fucking much I love this song. And Il Camille, I've never heard of her. She's great name though. Banging, it's so good. That chorus, we rise, we fall, we pray, we sing, and just that like soft tones, the way she's putting it, kind of late on it, and just fucking flows. Like you can feel the rock influence in this shit, and I love it. Mm. And what a way to throw, show how Marcus Precise is just able to go all the way over there, dig through the crates the sort of his musical memory, and bang out something that's just so out of the scope of this album, in my opinion. Yep. Tucked it as a deep track, so you gotta really listen to everything else before you get to it, but... <laughs> It's so good. yeah the way she raps, man. Whether you uh from the burbs or the ghetto, you better put on your best get up and get up. From the era self identity, elder. And that, just look at that. From the ghetto, you better put on your best get up and get up. I like the way she did that, the way it flows. And, and I feel like she has this kind of constant new metal esque cadence, the way she's riding over. Maybe not new metal. No, it's not new metal. It feels new metally because it's some hybrid shit. So my gut wants to say that, but no, she has like a very rock influence. Like, like she could, she could be a rock singer for all I know. I don't know if that's true. Either way, uh, elders were our national treasures, and tell them folks you love them while you're alive. And well, it's better than when you bury them. The real MCs of being self. That will never die. So be true to yourself. Appreciate the people around yep. you. Not the most male energy But that's okay Because she's banging it And I feel like she's coming through With this authoritarian Be a better fucking human And here's how And I love that Yep Um Ever-changing space I'm dwelling in. I'm revitalized. Remaining points of miss all the metal noise. I'm being being dignified. That way I got to ride it out. I'm bending it. I'm living and I'm here. And it's just like I'm evolving. I'm achieving greater shit in my world than I want that. And then I just love that she bounces back into that chorus. And then adds in they come, they go. But in the end, we'll go on. And it just flows. It's just... uh, uh, I think the drums is huge on this one for me. The drum's not banging. Anyway... Um, That's
1: literally what they do.
0: The second verse is really... It's its longer. It's got a, a good tone to it. Thanking God that I ain't break. I might have bent myself a shape. Then I shattered the pain and doubt. I turned it down. My brain sharpened and I'm reaping fruits of the harvest, creating bosses, cathartic, pouring liquor on the ground for all my daily departed. Daily departed. Yeah. That line hit. I was... So like she's coming through. She's dealing with the complications and shit. She's built on stuff, but then there's still like the the fact that in her environment, this is the type of reality that there is, and you can't like escape that. Like the idea that you have to become cathartic about the constant death surrounding you is fucked. Yeah. Um, I'm long-winded and gifted. I'm like, I suppose being a rapper is the only time in life being long winded <laughs> is actually an asset. It's something that you can breathe, get it? Because it's easy to listen to, but yep. she's long winded. <sighs> Past shape shift in a vision, I'm weightlifting. I beat out obsidian pig, men and women pushing, trying to do good, call me little Millie that could. Even the use of the word obsidian instead of saying black is just fire, okay? I know what obsidian is because of fucking Elder Scrolls and you can get obsidian or, <laughs> and it's black anyway
1: isn't obsidian egyptian
0: uh it's a type of metal i think
1: i thought it was like or am i saying obsidian?
0: Ab- yeah obsidian is a black uh naturally occurring volcanic glass formed mm. as an extrusive igneous rock i know it is the black strong armor in skyrim and shit anyway And it's Obsidian Entertainment is affiliated with those people. I digress. I just fucking love the way it flows. Rather than go through the rest of it, I just think she brings in this crazy, amazing energy. But check it. It's levels trying to party with my pond is where I fight these devils. What good is music if it don't get in the crevice of your heart? And it's just like you're supposed to feel some shit. So even if I don't feel everyone else's shit on this album, I do feel that this album was meant to give everybody some shit to feel, even if it wasn't all for holding. That's true because uh, i'm certain that the people that like the, might not feel this track and love it the way i do whereas they might listen to say the fashan joint and fucking love it even though whatever to me um and then there's a third verse that is not common on this fucking album it's a lot yeah, of two the songs verses. are a bit shorter this one feels very complete and because she's very quick paced with it uh sending peace to anyone that's in my sector i'm sending peace because we need it yeah we at war that's true i've been saying that for a while it just feels like war and life and shit. and then the fact that her weapon is peace she's just wonderful yeah because any day above ground is one to wish for so when you get through them storms got to use your best form got to move your legs and swing your arms at every breath that carries us. see i was birthed to make a mark i know that now I ain't ending now I know that I now I ain't ending now see I've been swimming up shitty creeks I've been around the mountain peaks battling salvaging happiness buried beneath way down in the valley deep
1: I like that shit's creek line I mean like, that but- she
0: br- brings up all of these fucking nature bars to flow through with the fact that she crafts the happiness and confidence in her life and it's not natural it's in spite of the shit i gotta go get it you see the mold that i broke from it's literal bullets and tragedy triumph and gold harsh like i'm not breaking from literal bullets i'm telling you that shit but the fact that she can turn the mold to gold and escape the environment and create this beautiful fucking sound like this sounds amazing it's like it's not that often i hear it i'm like i gotta go listen to more Il camille i certainly hope it all (laughs) sounds like this and this wasn't just like this one-off and then i get like a bunch of r&b which would (laughs) would still be lovely but it's not my cup of tea this is fire this is a five on five i love this fucking song
1: oh wow yeah i mean i really like your style as well um you know i thought like the whole first verse was fantastic um you know and kind of telling of like the story um, and, I, and I really like the that this one feels a little bit more like sped up it's because there's been like a lot of more like pensive slowing like slower thinking type songs where this one's like a little bit like quicker um, you know and she's just kind of saying like you know we make mistakes but we keep moving forward and you just have to keep being better and you know eventually you're gonna get there and uh, you know remember those that you know that we've lost, uh, you know, and reminding us that like death is like so close and, you know, it is like a, you know, even if it's just like, I don't know if it's always death that she's talking about, but just the fact that people come and go in, in your life and that, you know, someone that you may see today and has an impact on you today, you may never see again, you know and like that's it you know it was a one-time thing and you're gonna remember that forever and so it's just kind of like that uh memory and i don't know like that those people that can make a a big influence in your life can just sometimes just be poof like they're here and gone and that's it um but i think it's more about uh people actually dying but um (laughs) she's just really great she's really great at spinning um she goes quick but she she says things very well and articulate articulately and um it's nice to have that kind of like woman feeling on this one like it just like it just it's just nice um it just works i like it um you know she talks about the fact that she's lost her father um but you know he you know she keeps his memory uh you know with her and you know he keeps her strong and keeps her moving forward uh i don't know i really like this one it was more like sentimental and like thinking and uh you know just a good honest song um, and another great fit, another great choice um, in terms of an artist to select to put on this album, like if you're gonna be, you know kind of showing off different people at, at the same at the same time that you are showing off yourself, Marcus. Um, so I get a four point five on five.
0: All right, so we got one more track on the album featuring. Yep my other favorite label because i happen to like Griselda. i happen to really like rhyme sayers these days well i don't know if you're allowed to say that these days because they have some drama going on Mm. but when you're gone featuring the homeboy brother ali brother ali has this voice that it, it resonates like a top tier preacher in the way that he spits his lines like i don't think there are many people that have the pipes this man really has. The way he can make his voice almost ring, like it 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 it, it has a reverb hmm. in his voice, in his delivery, that like. A lot of people can't do it with the soul and the depth and the everything that i feel he brings to his delivery and i was just remarking because like we, like you listen to it and you can hear traces of it when he especially when he talks about god in uh stuff like that one where he kind of like squints in his eye gets or whatever and he kind of sees the preciousness of life on that album for all the well, big, i mean it, he, he does talk so, about god and like but i'm saying on the tracks like that other one he has Mm -hmm. like more of that deeper resonating kind of voice i find but when he's political it's not as as there okay so this one is clearly more on that emotional end of it and it's just like you can die well i think
1: that's kind of what i expect when i hear brother ali now like you seeing this you're like okay you know you're gonna get like something thought out and mm. like you know with meaning and
0: YouTube's, youtube just keeps throwing uh what is it good god damn whatever that first track he did that's like fucking amazing uh uh anyway one of the early ones i digress um what do you think of this one
1: um it it kind of sounds like it's like raining or like staticky or something like kind of in the background and it's kind of cool that like they kind of added this in um And, you know, he's just kind of saying, like, do this to get to the light, you know, just keep learning in life, keep moving forward, Um, you know, wants to do the right thing, you know, follow, you know, like the right path, like, you know, that, you know, just pay attention and you'll find your way. Um... He talks about the fact that he has a family and he has to, you know, do the right thing uh, for his children, for his partner, uh, you know, all of that, like all the responsibilities. And, you know, he does want to set a good example and, you know, be the man that he, you know, aspires to be and so that his kids can aspire to be like him and better and just, you know, all of that and um you know and they are the ones that like help him like open up and and explore himself his you know his whole family and all of that and i think that that's kind of important and something i don't really think you hear too much about um honestly and you know kind of like the importance of like the family and like how that like has contributed to who you are and your art um in terms of like your your partner and your kids like not necessarily like your parents or whatever um And you know, and he just does what he can to be moral and to be to do right by God. And um, I mean, like he doesn't necessarily say um, anything about God, um, but it's definitely like a hidden, like like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like it's it's in there. But like I don't think he specifically says it. So it's interesting that you know, like I wonder if this is considered like a Christian album. Um, Like it's just like I don't know. It's I don't think
0: Conway to me. She ends up on a Christian <laughs> like it's album. just
1: interesting when you think about it that it definitely has like you know a variety of uh, techniques and people and um, is he Muslim? Uh, Brother Ali, I, he might be. Yeah, I don't think, think so. he's
0: Christian.
1: Um, but you know what I mean. Like I'm just, I don't know that's it um so i mean it's a definitely like a a typical i guess um brother ali type of a song not necessarily like in terms of like what he's talking about just in terms of like how it feels um and again it totally works on this album uh, especially towards the end you know the same sort of feeling like this is kind of more about um staying the course following the right path, following Jesus and God or, uh, you know, whoever is guiding you, whichever God you choose to believe in and, you know, just to keep, um, you know, have the faith that you're going to get there if you work hard and, you know, there are going to be trip ups along the way, but you will get there. And that's just kind of what it is. So I gave it a 4.4 on five.
0: Yeah. I mean, it starts off, in my opinion, alluding to God pretty quick. Yeah. You can diagnose this darkness, which is an interesting line. Like, you're not diagnosing anything. You're not really an expert. You're just kind of looking at stuff and applying a diagnosis to it. I feel like that was a very specific. And I think specific. the darkness
1: can be like depression.
0: But I think the way he misused diagnosis was that it was deliberate mm-hmm. to insult our ability to diagnose things. Right. Uh, And in the middle of night, that's all right, but the one that brings life can prescribe and distribute light right so you can be in the dark god i'll come hook you up and it'll be good for the love the love for the life the life he does that for a minute and he just you can hear it in his voice the pure sincerity and like adoration he has for god and shit it's pretty mm-hmm. powerful uh and then it flows into the chorus i was in all my pain and when you came relieve my troubled soul and into this worn out heart you poured your love if only you could know and when you heal me you reveal me etc it's kind of like I was broken, you came through and gave me the love of power and it could be about maybe a partner, it could be about God, it's still kind of left with this illusion that ultimately love in the purest form is the savior and sanctity that gets you through it. It is ultimately what creates the wings from the scars. And then uh, in the verse, it's, I like it. Okay, I'm here for the healing. I'm here for the wholeness. I'm here for the feeling that the pit of my soul gets. When me and my loved one in the midst of the closeness, the barriers don't exist. I'm here for the gnosis. So I feel like that could be about Jesus. It could be about Allah. It could also be about intercoursing with your partner, procreating to create a baby. It could be about all those things, the way he wrote it, because these are some of the more purest, is the closest the things you're doing, right? Right. Um, the barriers don't, uh, I'm here for that medicine, I'm here for no pettiness, I am no longer get energy from being competitive. And I'm like, that's an interesting bar, because you totally see all the 40-year-olds are like that, but most of them don't say it. Atmosphere feels like they say it. But a lot of them don't have that competitiveness. They know they, A, can't compete, because they can't compete with these young guys that'll do anything to win, and B, they just shouldn't be competing because they're past that phase of their life, and they should, in, in my like, be kind of drawn in from new things, like. And I like how it's like he kind of has the passage of time clicking. He's like, I don't know if it's because I have a new kid coming or two daughters now or it's because I just turned 40. Mm-hmm. But anyway, basically, I'm just focusing on my grind and what feeds mine. And I like the fact that he's like, I don't cut people off, but I do redefine you know, the, de- the definitions of how the relationships in my life exist and how I connect to different people. He's here for the village life. Nobody lead the tribe. Here for that intimacy and me uh, you see inside. I'm not here for your opinion. I'm here for your truth. And I like that line, too, because a lot of people have opinions, but not a lot of people have real truth in what they have to say through their opinions. So right. I feel like that's cool for the distinction. Like, I want to connect with you and grow with you and shit. Um, it's, just, it's just a beautiful verse of, of connection, and uh, it's kind of what it is. Um, and the way he delivers it has the sincerity that makes me want to hang out with him, because he's probably... Well, it makes me want to hang out with him until I consider wanting to do bad things, and then I feel like he—he he feels so pure, and <laughs> like I couldn't do bad things. He'd just be
1: boring him. to hang out with. I don't
0: think he'd be boring to hang out with.
1: Because I yeah, I think it would think be hard have, like,
0: to hang out with him in large doses of time. Like he's the kind of guy I want to spend an afternoon with, right? And then go do bad things. Not by, but you know what? Just drinking a can of Coke would feel like a bad thing to do around him, you know. Like you know that really? it's gonna have sugar and shit in it, and he's and he's so pure. I shouldn't drink the sugar, and then I wouldn't drink the sugar because Brother Ali is there. Like that's the feeling I would have when I see. Say, he
1: makes you be a better man. Anyway. There
0: you go. Uh, the second verse, enter the word, uh, world of meaning, the sacred, the reason, the state of your being, the place of convening, the sayings, believings, so that could be deceiving, depending on which instrument does the receiving. So I love that one too because it points out the fallible nature of perception and how you may need to see to believe, but if you don't have the ability to process the information to get to actual truth and you're effectively just caught up in a landslide of bullshit, and the instruments you're using to perceive this knowledge is void therefore pointless so just the way he pops that in is beautiful beautiful to me the eye sees the form to function the allure to seduction only the healthy heart knows the substance so your eyes can perceive the packaging of a situation but it does take i would argue a head to and a heart together applying into logic and the passion and emotion to base on your history to make informed decisions etc anyway i like how he goes through with that i like how he goes we know the art of truly living is learning how to die which is an interesting point effectively you learn how to die with grace healthily and not Mm -hmm. in the worst fucking circumstances from torturing yourself and whatnot it's a great song uh and then it just kind of has like it flows out the outro with the for the love of love and stuff but then there's like a good minute of just the instrumental playing and flexing and i think it's one of the best parts of the song no 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 disrespect to brother ali but marcus precise is so good that that last minute is just truly fucking delightful to listen to it is something um it's great i don't know i don't know what else to say Uh, i give it a four and a half on five i thought it was a really well-made song maybe okay I, I wouldn't like i would listen to it on the album i would go listen to other brother ali's songs personally but i do think that it's extremely well made and it closes this project perfectly yeah. but communicates the message that at the end of the day love is the answer so you have some of that harsher shit at the beginning of the project to flow into this and the the, the the structure of it all is, is really well done so i guess on that note Uh, I gave Marcus Precise's No Wings Without Scars a four point four five. I don't know if i call this a classic. I think it's got some really banging songs on it. I think it's extremely well made. I think it's a great album for what it is. If you're a fan of Marcus Precise's production, it's what you're in for a fucking treat. Uh, But I think the nature of the album makes it hard for me to go every song is great. Uh, And I think for most people, it's going to have that kind of effect too. Just because it's so different track to track to track because of the people and their Mm -hmm. contributions but that's also to the charm of the album right because it's like 11 or 12 people let's say 11 different takes on the subject of growth and how to deal with the hard things and how to heal and recover and get to the point where there's wings and stuff and every track delivers it's on point in that regard and I don't know. I think it's it's an extremely impressive album like it's how you curate it makes yep. DJ Khaled look really bad in my I, opinion
1: i definitely agree I, I was thinking that exactly that like that he really just curated this album perfectly he put who he wanted to at the beginning he told them okay this is what you know kind of story you're uh, i'm looking for for your part and kind of just maybe let them do their own thing and you know or clearly let them do their own thing and um and just put like a bit of guidance and you know it, it was very meticulously created. So it's well done in that sense. I also gave the album a 4.4 4 on 5. So it's 88%. Um, and it's definitely like a unique kind of an album. I like that it's Kind of like a a compilation of great, uh, most, you know, modern, mostly like West Coast sort of rappers. And it tells a story and it's really, it's cool that it's all connected. And yet all these people have their own stories at the same time. um, And yet it still kind of shows off uh marcus precise's uh kind of overall tone and like he, feeling He
0: is the real superstar of this album. absolutely
1: um and like and everybody just fits so well into the story that he wants to tell so he's like an author who's like okay you're gonna write this chapter you're gonna write this chapter but this is the overall theme and so it's just really cool that it kind of works like that and it's just it's a very cool way to experience and listen to um, a bunch of different rappers and you know kind of like I was saying earlier like you know hopefully make you interested in uh, one or more of them and to go out and look them up uh, you know and you know become a fan of someone new um, you know and I think that that's uh, cool I think it's a really cool project I Keep saying cool is cool 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 um, so um, and I don't get to listen to like too many like or not that I don't get to listen to it. I can if I choose to but um, I just don't listen to that many like new albums um, and so like this is, you know a pretty you know new ish album um so it was uh, nice to listen to something a little bit more contemporary
0: fair enough so thank y'all for being here with us definitely let us know in the comments what you thought we'll make sure to answer you Mm -hmm. subscribe to the channel for more content uh like the video if you did uh, special thanks to the patrons Ismail Gadamsi Chris Prado Jonathan Barnes DJ Black Hurricane Linda Williams And I think that's it now Because that's right We went down a couple names But thank y'all Y'all are amazing Those five have been with us For a fucking long ass time <laughs> Respect Real respect Anyway they use their powers To request the reviews, Such as Ismail Requesting his this Marcus Precise album So if you support this You can check us out down there I make music myself You can check that out On this channel Links in the description and all that good stuff and uh yeah looking forward to coming back with more reviews in the future Uh, let us know what you care about and live long and prosper everyone